On the last now. Munster picks up across them. Here comes the head coach. It's on the ground. It's a try. Hello and welcome to Thursday Lines. I'm your host, Luke O'Brien, a.k.a. OB. Thursday Lines is brought to you by Little Birdie TV, topsport.com.au, punting form and comics lounge. We'll quickly go to uh, MG and say welcome to you, MG. Thanks, OB. Uh, massive week in sport. Unbelievable. Um, one, of the gr- one of the great weeks so far with the Ashes. We'll, we'll touch on the golf. Uh, what an unbelievable finish in the uh, in the US Open and uh, Royal Ascot going on at the moment. We've just been talking State of Origin before we've come onto the show. We've got a lot to unpack. Yeah, it's been one of uh, one of the great weeks. We haven't even started any of the uh, the footy codes yet. Absolutely, it's a, just a great week in sport over, uh, especially over in the uh, in the UK. Especially uh, as we say hello to Top Rope, who is off the long run, uh, and your friend, your old foe, your old sparring partner, Brad Fittler, just does it again. What a fucking idiot! That <laughs> seriously, uh, on, honestly, when you think you've you, when you think you've plumbed the depths of how stupid a coach can be, and to see the performance last night, absolutely deserved, and nothing summed it up more than at the end of the game when Jerome Lawai, the most selfish player in the competition, gets himself sent off and then puts out a uh, a stupid Instagram post afterwards saying you idiots have to go to work for a chill out. That's the kind of idiot. That Brad Fittler has decided to, to 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 not only put in the New South Wales side, but to stay loyal to, and that's the kind of bloke has copped that cost New South Wales another series. Absolutely astonishing. I, I don't even think Brad Fittler is he, 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 he should be coaching game three. I, I I think he's utterly ridiculous. It's time to 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 reset things. We've got a dead rubber to play for. Everyone will say Origin is Origin. They're not going to get rid of Fittler, but he should not be there for game three. He is not up to the job. Uh, I heard the this morning that uh, some wholesale changes that New South Wales will sort of look to game three to blood a few uh, blood a few new players. Anything on the horizon there? Well, they should be blooding a, a whole lot of players for, for looking to the future. But the problem is Brad Fittler and Greg Alexander are the two sole selectors, and they're not going to be there next year. That's why that's why I think we need to um, move on. It'd be historic to have a first caretaker coach involved in an Origin game, but uh, I think it has to happen. But uh, look, Brad Fittler's last act isn't going to be to drop James Tedesco, but James Tedesco clearly has to go. He, he had another bad performance. Like, you know, he's been given enough runs to, to, to bounce back. I've got to try. I think the future is probably going to be Ryan Pappenhausen, the fullback, but if the trail's fit, he has to be there. Jerome Luai should not only not never play for New South Wales again, he should be deported from New South Wales and only allowed to return during away games. Absolute embarrassment to the state. Mitchell Moses tried hard, but, you know, clearly it was the wrong decision. Had to go with Nico Hines. Didn't go with him. I, I I would not be surprised to see, you know, the likes of Josh Adakar uh, gone. I thought he was very poor again last night. Uh, but if Bradfield was selected in the team, who knows? He might have picked Damian Cook straight out centre. Who knows? Yeah, you know, Cook wasn't great, but I, I felt for him. He tried his heart out. He absolutely. was, yeah, absolutely out of position. But it um, would honestly be like, it'd be like throwing off one of us in the centre. It was, it was. It was that stupid. I, I, I got a I got a message from a pretty high ranking league uh, league administrator last night. You know, you know, you are aware that Cameron Murray played in the centres during the the absolute demolition of the Roosters in around twenty five game one year, and uh, in, in a key semi final against Manly in two thousand nineteen. You had Hudson Young, who who plays a, a, a fairly wide edge back row, who could easily have slotted into the centres. You've got. We're not going to go into all the interchange rotations here. 
but there were three more qualified people, two of whom were on the bench at the time, who could have played in the, uh, that centre position, and you go with Damien Cook. And not only that, then you take away any potential punch Cook gives in the middle. Oh, I felt sorry for Cook. Like he, he did his absolute best. But at the end of the day, you probably cost the Blues three or four tries. It, yeah, he certainly was. He certainly didn't really understand how to run an escort back on that first one. Uh, you know, he, he dropped one over the line. I don't, I don't blame him for any of it. He shouldn't have been put in that position. It was just a diabolical night all round uh, for New South Wales. It's probably a good thing if you, if they sort of went down with a bit of a fight. Well, Fitler might survive, but now it's just diabolical. He's 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 got to go. Oh, there's no chance of him. How good a week is it, Ob, when you get to enjoy New South Wales just ragging on their own team? And uh, and the poor English over in the cricket just having a you know shut up shop as well when the Aussies get over the line and the week the week hasn't even hit Thursday lunchtime and it doesn't get much better than this. They're all turning on each other. Got, it's fantastic. You got Winge in Poms and and uh, Winge in New South Wales from Fair Dinkum. How, how do you not play Hines going into the game and then you see what that and then I saw Fitler um, in in one of the one of the clips top rope. Uh, you know, almost saying, "Nah, Cookie did a good job." That we planned for that. You know, if one if one of the uh, outside backs went down, that I'd spoke to Cookie. I mean, that that makes it worse. It makes it worse. You thought about this, but also at half time, he was saying, "Oh, they need to lift." It's we, mate. Like you, we're all in this together. It's just he was he threw them under the bus, and he's just got to go. A no personality really is 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 to get your team prepared. Well, they're obviously are prepared by by Sailor. And to make sure that you you put your players in the best possible position to win, he's not only failed to do that; he's put them in the worst possible position. He may as well have got the one by one and thrown them all in the front of a moving train. But utterly ridiculous. What what about? I, I can't recall a game where a team has had in the first half fifty seven percent of possession and failed to score a point. No, he failed to score a point. Never looked like a scoring a point. Yeah, never looked like. Never it. even got over the line. No, and, and, never looked like think, it. Oh. Well, is it surprising? Drum Luai you know, has very few tries. Drum Luai is very rarely a creator. Why wouldn't you pick Cody Walker? Then? Uh, utterly ridiculous. So, uh, we've had some sorry coaches over the years from New South Wales who you know, just haven't haven't got it. This is the saddest state of affairs that the Blues have ever been. That, that, that was humiliating. Jerome Luai punching his yeah, and and Josh had a car. Yeah, I'm very very fond of in, in normal circumstances grabbing their blue jersey, acting like it was some moment of pride getting involved there. You guys were absolutely disgusting. They embarrassed the state last night. It was, oh, 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 I don't think it's too far. It is the worst humiliation the Blues have ever copped. When they were getting beaten by 50, that was by an exceptional Queensland team. This isn't an exceptional Queensland team. This is just a very good Queensland team that is very, very, very well coached and prepared. And New South Wales did not put any to work in. What did the Crichton run? He was away. Yeah, he got run down by Daly Chervins. Great chase. Normally, you would just flick it to the other side, much like Queensland did when they scored off the Patrick Carrigan uh, offload and scored down the other side because the other team was so short on numbers. All Queensland chased back. There was no New South Wales from there. Damien Cook had to cut back in. Utterly embarrassing. And we'll keep moving, actually, top right. But another game tonight, uh, the Women's State of Origin. Have you uh, the Queensland women at $1.77, the New South Wales women two oh five, the line minus 1.5, over under 34.5. Anything doing there for you, top right? Yeah, a lot of blues tonight. Um, it's uh, interesting spot for the first, first ever series, uh, two games. Uh, it's going to be decided on aggregate, so... Uh, Queensland actually don't need to win this. They just need to not get beaten by more than seven. So um, so I think that plays into it a little bit. I think pretty inspirational Isabel Kelly's back uh, after uh, 
looking sustaining what looked like a pretty serious throat injury in, in game one. I like the changes to the halves. Um, I think Jess Sergis back in the centres. Uh, it was a pretty ordinary game in the open up. I, I kind of expected to be more ha- handling was bad, but I think the final score probably flooded Queensland a little bit in the end there. So uh, New South Wales, more Jalaroos. Oh, I think they can bounce back in this one. Can they win the series? Not sure about that, but I think they can uh, probably do one and a half. And Tamika Upton any time, just, uh, you know, load up. In. <laughs> Morali. Morali. Oh, <laughs> Queensland. You cannot get enough on it. Get, just get around Tamika. As we look at the scores for you, MG, from round 14 of the AFL, another shortened round with the uh, three-week bye period. We've got one to go, one to get through for the suffering fans. Yeah, six six games only uh, this week, uh, last week and this week. Uh, we started uh, the first night, pretty good game actually, Port and Geelong. And uh, Port continue on the merry way, uh, 11 straight now, and uh, one of the best third quarters probably of the year. So if you're a football fan and you want to watch a replay of how good football's played, the third quarter's worth uh, 20 minutes of your time. I'm not sure where Geelong sit now. They've lost four out of the last five, and they go into a tough match, which we'll talk about shortly with Melbourne tonight. Uh, the next match, Brisbane got the job done over Sydney. I think the scoreboard flooded Sydney there. Their season's done. It was a pretty ordinary game, but uh, yeah. Brisbane just getting the job done. If they'd kick straight, the margin would have been far greater. Uh, the next one, um, Giants get the job done. They're, uh, they're working their way into their year at the moment. Uh, Frio didn't rock up. They may as well have not turned up. They were disgraceful. Uh, lost by 70 points. So um, it just continues to show for him. Mental slow footy doesn't win your games. So uh, they were very disappointed. See if they can bounce back. Uh, Richmond got the job done against St Kilda. Um, you know, once the rain came... Um, it just favours Richmond. They just played better in the wet and they, did. And, and they got the job done. So, yeah, very good performance there. St Kilda's win-loss record now is a sequence at 10 games now, so they're very inconsistent. Uh, Carlton finally get the win um, over the Gold Coast, another team that didn't didn't uh, didn't end up playing as well. They, they were shocking, actually, the Gold Coast Suns. Um, Carlton got the job done. But, yeah, after quarter time, I thought uh, the Suns were well and truly in it. They had the game on their terms, and then five minutes later, the game was shot to pieces. So very disappointing there for Gold Coast and Carlton fans. Uh, it, you know, just I wouldn't take too much form out of it, but they definitely needed a win, and Vossi gets uh, the heat taken off him for a week. Last game of the round, the Bulldogs just got the job done. I think the Kangaroos, they're trying hard. They just have the... Uh, just don't have the depth to get the job done for long enough. But, yeah, the Bulldogs get an important win and uh, and continue for the uh, final search. As we look at the around 14 stats, it was a week for the favourite, six of six, and the covered the line at four of six, the over total five of six, and the home team five of six. So a good weekend all round for the, uh, for the, for the punters if, you, if you've got something there. Uh, and the season just keeps on rolling on. Uh, the favourites uh, at 63%, and the overtotal at 54% is probably a, a couple of things to keep an eye on, MG. Yeah, product's going pretty good. Yeah, uh, one for the punters, as you said, and the scoring's going pretty good, so it was a healthy week. As you look at the scores for the NRL round 16, uh, top rope, a uh, couple of a couple of good games and a couple of, uh, couple of ones to uh, not buy on uh, name a game. Uh, there weren't so any good games last week, uh, it was uh, one of those weeks that were without origin stars. Roosters, Knights, it was close, and oh, Cowboys, Panthers. Nice yeah, look, double yeah. goal, uh, golden point. There was some, I guess, some more interesting games. We wouldn't call any of them of a high quality, okay. Um, yeah, the, the, the Cowboys Panthers game was missing 11, 11 regular first graders on origin, plus Cleary, so. 
was as you expect, Cowboys were off the map and got the job done there. Those who bet late and got minus one and a half were very happy with that try. Yeah. Great, try, great try by Drinkwater right at the end. Underrated player, Scotty Drinkwater. That was a very good try. Uh, Roosters, nice, nice, but dreadfully disappointing. Pressure heaping on Adam O'Brien there. Uh, Roosters, much needed uh, victory for them. Uh, Eels, fashion embarrassing, mainly 34-4. Real questions will be asked there because they will probably be that Tom Trubovich for the rest of the year, close to Oregon. Uh, Storm Tigers, Storm 28-6, scoring up flat of the Tigers. The Storm could have probably put 50 on that night. They were very, very good. And the Sharks, Bulldogs, 48-10, a score that completely flooded the Bulldogs. It should have been 70 the way the Dogs played. It was apparent. Uh, Nico Hines, uh, probably not showing what he could do at origin level, but showing what he could do against the reserve ground on the 16s team, but was very impressive nonetheless. As the round 16 stats saw four or five favourites, covered the line four or five, the over total two or five, and the home team three or five. Uh, so not a not a bad week there for the favourites if you're a uh, if you're a favourites backing uh, punter and the season just keeps down ticking along. Seventy seven out of one hundred and twenty one favourites at sixty four percent, and the home team at sixty percent probably the two uh, the two main ones there. Top rope. Yeah, absolutely. Not a lot to be taken out of last week. That was again without the big players and the most important players. So uh, onwards and upwards to uh, round seven. Now. As we look at the global wrap for this week, and we spoke about the cricket in the opener, um, and whew, what a week it was, uh, MG. Um, I think last week we had a, uh, a a good judge saying that he didn't know why the Aussies were favourites, um, and that's sort of um, yeah, it's just sort of showing that you just you know, baz balls become gazball, um, and uh, Lyon and Cummins just got the job done. Old top rope. Who said that? Was that me, was it? <laughs> uh, hey, I, 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 you made a good point. I went to bed uh, probably 12.30 on uh, Monday night, Tuesday night, whatever it was, and um, was fairly confident I was, I was spot on the money there. So Yeah, you were. It was um, nothing for station, but look, I, you, you, I hate saying this, but you've got to give kudos to both teams. And, oh, yeah, I appreciate England's, England's aggression in trying to win the match. And not just letting a pair out to a draw. So, uh, certainly made a good contest. Yeah, Pat Cummins, absolutely heroic effort. And Muslim Kawaja um, shows that Justin Lamb may well be in the um, Brad Fittler category for how long he had kept him on the sidelines for. Yeah, no, it was amazing. I, you know, I unlike top rope, you know, going to bed early. I, I, I waited it out until uh, it was a four thirty in the morning or something. But yeah, I couldn't, uh, couldn't go to sleep. It was uh, awesome to watch. And you're right, England uh, probably should have won the game. Definitely, Absolutely. I think. Um, but yeah, just guts it out the captain and uh, yeah, what a performance. So looking forward to Test Two uh, comes up next week. And the, uh, I think the betting top rope is pretty similar to, to Test One. It shouldn't change too there much. There it is for the listeners. England two fifty two. The Aussies two twelve. Uh, the line at zero point five, and the draw is at four sixty. Not sure what the line is, but uh, yeah, yeah, no line there. But uh, yeah, they go to the oval next. So uh, top rope. How, how did your uh, any team changes for your for your mob, the English, going into Test Two? They've probably got to find a uh, a spinner because uh, his finger's not working. He's got a blister, poor thing. Oh, oh, oh. I know you're a fan. Of, I know you're a fan of blisters in sport. He's playing in the AFL. So he's got blister issues. Poor um, bloke couldn't bowl 15, 20 overs before his finger gave out. No, well conditioned. It was, um, I, I don't think you'll be looking at too many changes. Look, it was a close game. Uh, and, you know, uh, I think there's a chance they're going to be rotating um, some of their pace attack. Wouldn't surprise me to see Jimmy Anderson sit out for, uh, for Mark Wood. Yeah, I think Mark Wood. I think a bit of, uh, a bit of, uh, 
increased pace. I think yeah. there was the, the, the variation. Wood, yeah, Robinson, uh, Broad, and Anderson all very similar. So yeah. they just need someone to try and fill a few of the Aussies in, get I under think, their grill. I think the Aussies will bring in Stark as well. I think I so. Think I so. think Stark for bowling, and um, you know, it doesn't look good for the Poms. Um, if you know, Stark's the, coming into the team, if Stark's coming into the team, I'll tell you what, get, you, get the account on England. He's hoping. Here he goes. Oh, you put, you, well, put, you potted Lyon last week. How did he went? Mate, Australia is Australia's one, and the two their two best batsmen have not made a run. So they're yeah. Anyway, well, as we, we'll keep moving on to the golf, uh, fantastic finish. Um, you know, Wyndham Clark. Now, what a beautiful American name that is. Um, yeah, uh, Ricky Fowler, obviously. Um, you know, led from the first round and sort of faltered in the final round. Then Cam Smith, you know, finally came good. So, um, plenty happening. And Rory again. I think it's his, um, you know, tenth or something top. Well. You know, top five finish in the major since he last won one, something extraordinary. But um, yeah, just a fantastic, uh, fantastic uh, tournament. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Uh, it feels I want to finish th- three mornings ago. It feels like it finished three months ago. There's been that much going on. <laughs> um, no, nah, well, William Clark, he's he, he, you know, it's kind of we'll soon history will soon will soon judge kind of where he fits, where he can kind of take it from the next level, or whether he's just uh, one of those random Gary Woodland. Winners of a US Open, but it was an incredible performance. Uh, and he did his shortcut was something unbelievable on that last day, like getting himself out of strife. He, he was he was fantastic uh, under Rory. But seriously, I've never seen a more I've never seen a guy try not to win a tournament less and hope to have it handed to him than Rory. But did Rory do anything wrong? Not really. He hit every he hit nearly every grade. Never got a didn't get a putt with inside. It didn't get a first putt with inside twenty feet most of the day. But I don't think that's the way to go about trying to win a tournament, especially if you're Rory McIlroy in your class runner. Uh, perhaps we finally got to Ricky. Like, you know, not a, re- not a renowned winner in the best of times. He probably wasn't looking that good with a, a local hometown US Open. But uh, kudos to Ricky. Great to see Ricky Fowler. Having Ricky back is great for golf. So, uh, yeah, wonderful for him. Other news, yeah, Cam Smith, you mentioned, charge time went was all, all too little too late, I guess. But, uh, uh, he's ready, for, ready, ready for his defence coming up in the British Open, no doubt. Oh, he's been warming. I don't know if you've been watching the live much, but he's certainly been warming to to find some improved results uh, in that. So, um, yeah, I think he he's very well placed, and I, I thought his back nine on, you know, what was a hard but probably pretty disappointing LA Country Club was 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 a real highlight for that last time. Another great weekend of sport coming up, but uh, right now it's time for Thursday Lions, brought to you by topsport.com.au, family owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with topsport.com.au as we look at the AFL Premiership prices, MG, and pretty similar at the top. Yeah, it's a bit, uh, yeah, top four have really separated there, OB, and it looks like uh, uh, just adjusting my current ratings now for the rest of the year, I think the the top four are pretty cemented and clear in terms of how they'll finish, just the order will change. Uh, still, I agree with the market, having Geelong at the next bracket, I think with their run home and everything, they've got a big game tonight, obviously Melbourne we'll talk about shortly, but they look likely to, to figure in the finals, and I actually agree with the market all the way through there, OB, I've got Richmond actually finishing ninth on my current ratings, and and that eight, not in that order, but that's how I think they'll okay. finish. So I think the bookies have got it pretty much spot on, and it'll just fluctuate going home for the rest of the year when uh, the the two made uh, the two big, the bigger teams play each other. As we look at your round fourteen stats, uh, two of five uh, POT minus sixteen point three two, a bit of a tough week for the uh, for the AFL stings, but 
Uh, we're still uh, still on a you know profit on turnover still uh, still up the whole year. So um, yeah, one, we'll, be, we'll we'll be back. One match was costly there. I, I invested into uh, kept going along the uh, opposed Carlton train with Gold Coast Suns. They were deplorable, and also uh, in the over in the total there. So uh, yeah, uh, sorry the under. So yeah, that. I was going okay until that that match. Uh, that was costly for me. As we look at the NRL premiership prices, obviously over the state of origin, uh, bye weeks, not a lot doing there, uh, top rope. Yeah, nothing worth noting there at all. You can't take anything from Cronulla's win last week. They were the only team to really, or, or Premier's lost really, to, uh, to be involved in those ones. Um, uh, I kind of suspect, though, that uh, I'll, I'll be interested to see the ramifications of origin two on the Premier players. Particularly, you know, Jerome Lewis had it played out there. Uh, I think, I think Souths are there to, to pick them off this year, the Panthers. So, um, yeah, I quite like Souths. You can't really knock on the Broncos, and yeah, little whispers, perhaps, maybe not too far away, back to the Storm. The Storm, mm-hmm. okay. Again, uh, we're in time because it's starting to believe a player of his ability is yet to play. Origin. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, as we look at your uh, uh, the GGOA, we might just sort of skip through that uh, uh, for this week. There's always next week, and uh, if you're a punter and you you don't mind the stats, well, uh, yeah, I think it's uh, it's time to turn it around a little bit there for the GGOA. But uh, GGOA and AFL Sting still available in the Little Booty Live Shop. Um, so for all your serious punting action, we're about to get back on the uh, back on the winners and bandwagon in a big way as we look at Geelong and Melbourne Thursday night. Down at GM HBA Stadium. The Cats $1.86. The Demons $1.95. The over under 148.5. Uh, if I was a if I was betting, mm-hmm. I'd uh I think I'd probably go the demons here. But anyway, <laughs> Jeez, that was a that was a long thought process, Ov. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm actually joining you. The uh, the betting's actually flipped here from early in the week. Melbourne started one, got out to two point favourites, and now Geelong are just. Uh, uh, just half a point or point favourite in some of the markets, just on the back of the news that Oliver hasn't come up again for mm. Melbourne. So, you know, he was almost reported to play two weeks ago and yeah. has uh, missed again. So he's uh, hasn't got himself right. So that probably cancels out, well, it does cancel out with Dangerfield missing for Geelong. So I think the betting's probably about right. I was keen on Melbourne with Oliver playing. I've kind of gotten a bit cold on it, but unfortunately locked into Melbourne. So I'll still be cheering for them. Um, as a general rule, I don't like going against Geelong at Geelong yep. at the best of times, but uh, with Oliver in and Dangerfield out, I thought that swung at Melbourne's way. Now it's equal back. So Geelong head-to-head against Melbourne. They've won 10 of their last 15. Um, Melbourne have covered six of, the, six of the eight against them. So I just think this will be a good match. Unfortunately, the weather might have a big say in it. It might spoil the party in terms of a contest and the standard of it. The range due to come in around the 6, 7, 8 o'clock, so it might interfere with this game. So... Um, it's going to be probably a stay out and the weather's just going to be a, uh, sorry, the total's going to be a watch at this stage and I'll might chime in late to see what the weather does. Oh, beautiful. Uh, the Dragons and the Warriors kick off the NRL on Friday night. The Dragons, 260. The Warriors, $1.50. The Lions, 6.5 over under 43.5. They've been in the been in the news a little bit, the uh the dragons with the Ben Hunt news, um, yeah. Do you think they can uh, they can get one over the Warriors top rope? Yeah, it's probably anything giving me pause about this game. I um, I, I like the dragons a lot here. Uh, look, they won the last three against the Warriors. Uh, covered eleven of their last fourteen. There's as an underdog at their suburban home grounds. They've got a great home record this year. Big splits. So kind of got to really separate the home and away splits there. And the Warriors, they have covered just five of their last four teams of favour in Australia. So not a stellar record there. I think the line here is way too big, but this all depends on one, whether Ben Hunt plays. He 
probably should. He didn't, do, he didn't play a lot last time in, in Origin, but whether he wants to or whether he tries to continue to leverage this to uh, get out of the club, we'll, we'll soon see. So uh, backing the, the Dragons plus six and a half, we'll keep a strong eye on the news and probably double down if Adrian uh, uh, is confirmed he will be playing. St Kilda versus Brisbane at Friday night at the Dome. Uh, the Saints two twelve. The Lions a dollar sixty eight. The line three point five over under one sixty eight point five. MG, your team, the Saints. You keen on them again? Yeah, I am. I think Max King might uh, might have a big day out here. I don't think Harris Andrews likes playing on Max, so I think he might go right, Maxie. That's fair. Um, yeah, I, uh, St Kilda actually did open favourite in this. Uh, Started a point favourite in the betting here at the start of the week. Uh, to my amazement, actually, I mm, quite can't believe that they start favourite. Uh, I had Brisbane closer to 10-point favourite here, so we've double hit this early. Um, I think Brisbane are the better of the week and maybe okay. closer, maybe the better of the year so far, actually. Oof. So uh, I can't believe there. Yeah, St Kilda started favourite. It's gone to three. I don't think it'll go too much more just with the way the market's trending, but um, I just lo- I like Brisbane here. The, the key for me is St Kilda off a six-day break. Uh, and they're also coming off the wet where mm-hmm. they played Richmond last week. I just think going from the wet where they lost, coming onto a fast deck at the Dome might work against them. Brisbane love a fast deck. Uh, the they key, play well at the Dome. Won six Lions. out of their last seven yeah. at the Dome, Brisbane, even though St Kilda are five Great. and two. So, they, you know, they obviously it's their home ground. But, yeah, Brisbane actually absolutely love playing at the Dome, and I just think the leg speed uh, St Kilda might, you know, test them a bit. Um, Brisbane, this will be a high-scoring game as well. It'll be a track meet, and I think that'll play into Brisbane's hands. So, yeah, I'm keen for Brisbane. I, I'm not sure the market will keep rolling, but, yeah, I'm very keen. Well, I've already played Brisbane, but, uh, yeah, it'll be a strong cheer. Bet of the year. You heard it here on uh, the Little Birdie uh, Thursday Lions pod. Uh, Storm versus Sea Eagles, Saturday night down here in Melbourne. Uh, the Storm, $1.22. The Sea Eagles, four twenty. The Lion, minus 12.5, over under 43.5. Looked a nasty injury last night to uh, to Turbo, top rope. Yeah, I don't know what kind of deal with the devil he's made, uh, but uh, he's paying the piper right now because... Mm. What a shame to have one of the most talented rugby league players ever just constantly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he's made of, but it's uh, a tough, tough watch. But he'll, he'll be out for an instant period here. Uh, look, was very keen on Melbourne anyway. I suspect following a series win, there's a good chance that Daly Cherevans will be rested if he, he made another soap it up since. Uh, he was last, he was outstanding last night. He was outstanding. Pretty stiff not to him out of the match, if you ask me. Uh, that cover tackle was inspirational and kind of really really solidified Queensland's uh, uh, dominance in that one. Got to be with the Storm here, though, uh, regardless of whether Chairman plays or not. The Storm just absolutely pound bad teams at 27 and 11 against the spread in their last 38 against teams outside the eight. Uh, they are 16 and 9 against the spread at Amy Park. They hold form off a big win, 35 and 20 is number of a win of more than a, a, a score. Uh, Manly, not good travellers, 8 and 21 against spreading the state. I am uh, was very confident Melbourne, and look, I don't expect Cameron Munster to be sober, but I still think it'll be enough for them to like, cover the 12 and a half. Straight from Little Cats to Amy Stadium, I think, for, uh, for Cameron back Munster. Again. Back again. <laughs> yeah, that's can't, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fremantle Essendon Saturday night uh, over in Perth. The Dockers a dollar sixty five. The Bombers two fifteen. The line minus four and a half over under one fifty six point five. A really good gauge to see where the Bombers are at. I think this one. They're also for Frio coming off uh, a disaster last week. They were uh, 
I don't even know how to describe that performance, Luke, going to the Giants. I know it's a decent road trip to go there, but to lose to the Giants by 70 points. They were awful. You know, they were awful. awful. So, um, yeah, the market's actually come for Frio so far, three and a half to four and a half. So I definitely think the bounce back factors are key here for how people uh, judge the game and also how the punters want to get involved on their home deck also. Um, you know, and Essendon coming off the buy. So for those factors, I understand why the Frio and Draper there. Draper in a little bit of doubt as well for the Bombers. Yeah, and also uh, Darcy looks like he'll be back for Frio, which Good. is uh, I think one of their Good most player. important players. Essendon will get back Parish in the midfield, but yeah, Darcy in for Frio makes a big deal difference. I just think you know the Frio would have had a long uh, week on the track, and they're going to bounce back. But yeah, not a game I'm going to get involved in just for those factors. Essendon won four out of the last five against Frio. Not an easy road trip to go over there. Frio have covered nine of the last 11. I do think it'll be an under game. There's weather around. It's at night. Uh, the total has gone from 158 down to 156, and both teams, uh, Frio, last three games have been under, and Essendon's four out of five of the under. So uh, this could be an ugly game, and but important for both. But I'm going to stay out. Oh, staying out. Okay. Uh, Rabbitohs versus the Cowboys Sunday afternoon. Uh, the Rabbitohs $1.42, the Cowboys $2.85, the line minus 7.5, over under 44.5, top rope. Sorry, I'll just hear my screaming child. Is, uh, uh, so we'll um, uh, keep this one pretty brief, but uh, very keen on uh, the Rabbitohs in this one. Uh, I, you know, regardless of the misuse of Cook and, and Murray last night, I think we've got enough self-awareness to suggest they will be able to get through uh, with disappointment of that, they've won seven straight against the Cowboys. Cowboys are poor travellers, covered just 8 of 28 in the state. The uh, Bunnies are good favourites, 41 and 25 against the spread of the favourites. So happy to be with the, the Bunnies here. We'll whip through the NRL games quickly for you, top rope. Uh, the Dolphins, 260. The Eels, $1.49. The Lions, 6.5. Over under, 44.5. Yeah, Dolphins, great bet here. Betting on teams getting absolutely hammered. Teams off conceding 15. Fins up. Fins up, baby. Teams off conceding 58 plus 9 and 5 against the Spirit since 2008. Those with 10 or more days rest off conceding 50 plus 14 and 3 against the Spirit. Only reason to back them. I can't imagine Mitchell Moses was feeling great after that Origin defeat. He was covered just 2 of 8 in the state. Panthers and the Knights sees the Panthers at $1.27, the Knights $3.80, the line minus 10.5 over under 41.5. Yeah, lean towards the Panthers. You don't want to back them. Don't ever want to back Jerome Lua ever again. Uh, but uh, Panthers uh, are dominant at Penrith Stadium, 21 and 10 against the spread. They've covered 11 or 14 off a loss. The Knights, they've won just one of their last 13 against the Panthers. I played them close earlier in the year, but different killer fish now. Covered just four of their last 31 off conceding, adding off fewer. So in with the Panthers here. Broncos and the Titans in the NRL Q clash. Uh, the Broncos at all 32. The Titans, 340. Line minus 9.5 over under 47.5. We just call them local derbies, mate. We don't <laughs> need um, uh, a lot of the points this one, actually. Uh, don't don't favour any side. I think the line's about right. Uh, a few backing up from either side, but uh, absolutely love the total. Three of the last four have hit 59 plus. The over's hitting four of the last five. Big over spots for both teams here. Uh, the Titans can score quickly and they can see it even quicker. Broncos are a great attacking side. Love the over in this one. 47 and a half, but. Uh, and the Roosters and the Raiders, $1.62. The Roosters, the Raiders, two thirty. The line, minus 3.5, over under 42.5. Yeah, not a lot of confidence uh, in this one. Uh, lean towards the Raiders, just because they are much better than underdog. Covered four of the last five as an underdog. The Roosters, two of the last tens, a favourite. 
don't have a great feel for the camera, but uh, probably for the desperados out there, uh, taking the camera plus. We'll let you go, Top Rope. We say thank you very much for joining us, as always, from uh, beautiful God's country up in Orange. And just a reminder that GGOA is available for $33 a week in the Little Bitty Live shop. Have a great weekend, my friend. What an absolute pleasure, gents, and uh, we'll see you all soon. Beautiful. As we look through the final AFL games for the round, the Swans $1.03, the Eagles $11, the line minus 50 and a half, the over under 170.5. Yes, AFL's tried to hide this on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon. I forgot it was on. Yeah, while well, the races are still going. Yeah, hard to build this one up. I uh, wouldn't want to be the marketing person doing this, but uh, – Yes, yeah, so it's not a good not a good look when the team's uh, coming off two losses and only won five for the year as a fifty point favourite. Uh, they did open fifty eight and a half and has come down all the way down to fifty. I think both teams will get a lot of players back potentially in this game as well. Uh, West Coast probably more than Sydney, so we'll just see teams how they line up. Uh, be a day game. The weather looks fine. I think there's points in this game. I'm going to leave the line alone. I haven't partaken in any West Coast uh, games. I don't think this year. And I'll continue to stay out. They've lost 36 of their last 39, lost 15 straightaway games. It's just hard to, hard to entertain at this stage. Sydney have covered nine straight against West Coast. So you would suggest a, a smashing is on board, but geez, the way Sydney are playing at the moment, their lack of scoring, I'm not sure how they're going to cover that amount, amount of margin. But yeah, I, I just think 168 and a half, I just think this will be a loose game. West Coast played in a lot of over games. So um, if I was going to have a bet, I'd back the over. As we look at a couple of great games on Sunday, to be honest, uh, the Magpies $1.33, the Crows three twenty, the line minus 9.5, over under 167.5. The Crows at the MCG, it'll be good to see how they go down here. Yeah, I agree. That's a very good observation. I think, uh, yeah, obviously uh, this is a top eight clash, second v eighth on the ladder. Uh, Collingwood obviously just lost before the bye to Melbourne by four points. They come at them late again, so... They've only lost two games for the year, whereas Adelaide have won seven games for the year, um, and their win-loss sequence now sits at six. So they're a bit inconsistent. They're very good at home, not so good on the road. So that's how we land at this line of uh, around 2019, which is, you know, I think about right. It's hard to come in either way. Um, I just think uh, Collingwood off the buy is going to check, even though they've won eight out of the last nine. I just think off the buy has been a query so far in the last couple of weeks. Um, at the G, they're 7-1 and one this year, and as I said, only just lost to Melbourne in their last match by five, and they've covered nine out of their last ten at the G. So if you like Collingwood, I'm not going to talk you out of it. Adelaide have been indifferent on the road especially, so they'd be hard to come into. And I think the total is about right in this game. But, yeah, looking forward to it. It'd be a good contest. The final game of the three-week split round by debacle uh sees the suns a dollar 26 the hawks 370 the line minus 23 and a half over under 168.5 i think the hawks might go okay here yes MG. agree with you ob another game they've had to try and hide this game it doesn't look pretty <laughs> on paper but uh you know it is what it is sunday afternoon you'll have to stick it out but yeah the gold coast uh back at home the uh, bounce back factor a bit like frio so big games for both teams and the suns if they have any ambitions of playing finals have to win against hawthorne they were horrible against carlton after quarter time last week uh but you know saying that i, th I think hawthorne They've shown being competitive the last month. Um, the line plus 23 and a half around that four goal mark, I think, is is the play if you're playing. But, yeah, it's a tough game. I think there's better bets for the week. But uh, if you're on fire or you're chasing either way, uh, Hawthorne probably at the points is an easy cheer for you to finish out round 15. Beautiful. Thank you, MG. A reminder, AFL Stings are available for $25 a week in the little bit of live shop for all your AFL betting action. Uh, hopefully you've got some sleep after a big few days of sport and then uh, – into Royal Ascot again tonight for you, my friend. 
yeah, just keep going. Just plug yourself into the wall and keep going. It's a huge week in sport. And uh, why, why would you want to sleep? Oh, exactly right. Sleep's overrated this time of year. But uh, that's a wrap for this week's Thursday Lions. Thanks to MG and Top Rope. Thanks to the listeners. You can follow us on YouTube. Find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, wherever you listen to all your good podcasts. Follow at LittleBirdieTV on Twitter and Instagram. Remember, follow all your footy betting action. can be found at topsport.com.au. Join us next week. And remember, as always, punt well, punt responsibly, and have a great weekend punters.